Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Outlet. So, there's a lot going on. Um, a lot of stuff happening. Um, the election's been certified. Um, oh, somebody need to um, answer real quick, because somebody brought it up to me, or asked me again to be more specific, and they was asking me about shorts, and I'm like, okay... Um, so shorts, basically you're going to be talking to somebody on the trading floor and, um, they're basically going to borrow stocks for you and then they're going to sell those stocks. Then they're going to buy those stocks back and that's your profit basically, right? You're betting that the stocks are going down. That's what a short is, right? So you're betting that they're going to go down. And something else I just thought about, um... Because I learned a lot of this stuff. Um, well, I've taken classes, right, um, in college. But also I learned from Dr. Boyce Watkins. And I also learned from uh, Chris Huron. I think I said his name right. But And I remember hearing, I think it was from Chris. So it might have been somebody else. But when 9-11 happened, right, and puts, right. Y'all heard me talk about puts before. But puts is basically you... Um, you're betting the stock's gonna go down, but it's like the the amount that you're gonna you're you're gonna lose is basically the amount you put in. With a short, you can lose more than the amount you put in. And I remember hearing somebody talk about puts, and basically, a lot of people, um, a lot of people did puts when the airplanes hit the twin towers right so a lot it was people that actually knew that that was going to happen and so that's something i just think about off and on right like the craziness like some people actually knew about that like it was going to happen but anyway um so much going on in america and the world you know um the coronavirus, I just seen this um article, right? The coronavirus is mutating. And what does that mean for us? And this is a New York Times article, right? And it's talking about officials in Britain 
and South Africa claim new variants are more easily transmitted. There's a lot more to this story, scientists say. And I kind of thought it might mutate, but I wasn't sure. And I also think there's going to be more viruses down the line, right? I think there's going to be a lot of stuff happening um, in the near future. But let me see. It says, just as vaccines began to offer hope for a path out of the pandemic, officials in Britain this past weekend sounded an urgent alarm about what they called a highly contagious new variant of the coronavirus circulating in England. So I'm guessing it's only in those places at the moment. It hasn't hit America yet. Hopefully it won't hit America. They need to close some stuff down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, citing the rapid spread of the virus through London and the surrounding areas, Prime Minister Boris Johnson imposed the country's most stringent lockdown since March when the virus changes its method of attack. We must change our method of defense, he said. Train stations in London filled with crowds of people scrambling to leave the city as the restrictions went into effect. On Sunday, European countries began closing their borders to travelers from the United Kingdom, hoping to shut out the new inter iteration of pathogen. In South Africa, a similar version of the virus has emerged, sharing one of the mutations seen in the British variant according to scientists who detected it. That virus has been found in up to 90% of the samples whose genetic sequences have been analyzed in South Africa since mid-November. Uh, huh. So, yeah, man. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm also hearing that some of these hospitals are saying that they're um, getting crowded from people that got COVID. So, but in other news, the Congress just passed the $900 billion in um, economic aid package, which is cool. Um, but they also, they cut the, um, the amount that citizens get. Uh, so it's no longer twelve hundred. They cut it to six hundred. Um, and then small businesses supposed to get something. And yeah, let me see if I can find an article on that. Uh, let me see. Give me a minute, give me a minute. All right, so found it. This is uh, something on CNBC. Um, and it basically just talks about Congress reaches a deal for 900 billion coronavirus relief package. I'm trying to get to the specifics 
on what's supposed to be given out. The Democrats said it would put a $284 billion into paycheck protection programs, small business loans, and include funds for loans from small and minority-owned lenders. It would direct another $20 billion to small business grants and $15 billion uh-oh, uh, to live event venues. Okay, okay. So, small business is supposed to get $20 billion in grants and $15 billion to live event venues. All right, and it would add, it would also add a 300 federal unemployment supplement and temporarily keep in place pandemic era programs that expanded unemployment insurance eligibility. It would not immediately clear how long each of these measures would last. It says that the jobless uh, benefits expansion expires the day after Christmas. 12 million people would lose unemployment insurance. And that is a lot of people. Um, the measure will also set to put critical funding into the distribution of two FDA-approved COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Skirmer said the bill would direct $30 billion into procurement and distribution of vaccines. So they're doing a lot with this relief package, it seems. Uh, and they're trying to distribute the vaccines. But once again, a lot of the uh, black and Latinos um, are kind of against these vaccines, especially the black community. I just want to keep reiterating that. <clears throat> I wonder how they're going to... I see they got elected officials taking it. I actually just seen AOC take it, matter of fact. She posted it, a video of her taking it, and um, I know Mike Pence has taken it, and I don't know if the presidents have taken it already or not, but I know they said they was going to, <clears throat> but yeah, that's interesting. Uh, oh, let me see, what is this? The rescue package was also set to send relief to hospitals, many of which have struggled to keep up with a flood of COVID-19 patients. And I talked about that earlier, right? A little bit, you know. A lot of hospitals are saying that they're catching a lot of COVID-19 patients. It also puts $82 billion into schools and colleges, according to Pelosi and Scummer. <clears throat> the package also expands Pell Grants. Mm-hmm. All right. And I wonder what... <clears throat> are they really going to do something about student loans, by the way? That's something else I wonder. Are they really going to do something about that or not? You know how that goes. Um, something else they have in this bill, the plan directs $25 billion into rental assistance and extends a federal eviction Uh moratorium for an unspecific amount of time, the Democrats said. 
So there's a lot of stuff in this video, man. They included 15 billion for the airline payroll assistance. The airlines are still being hit right now. I know some people are saying that the airlines are a good, um, something good to buy stock in, right? In other words, they're playing a long game. Um, but it might start coming up now, though, right? The vaccines are out. So the stocks for the airlines might go up now. They were pretty cheap during, during this pandemic. But... What else is in the news today? What else do I need to talk about? Um, Let's see. Trump's talk of martial law sends White House staffers rushing to the press. Okay, what are they talking about? I didn't hear about this one. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. A meeting uh, of the president held to discuss overturning the election results. Hold on, caught an ad. Call an ad. Stop it. All right. A meeting the president had to discuss the overturning election result alarmed some White House staffers. People who use, uh, who are used to Trump's inflammatory and anti-democratic rhetoric. With only a month remaining until President-elect Joe Biden will be sworn into office, Trump has been ramping up his efforts to remain president while also trying to convince millions of Americans that the election is fraud and to blame for his presidential loss. But that's nothing new. But heated Oval Office meeting Friday in which Trump heard arguments about invoking martial law to stay in office had some Trump officials sounding the alarm to the press. Michael Flynn, Trump's pardoned former national security advisor, discussed the martial law plan on right-wing television network Newsmax last week and was invited to the White House Friday. Hmm. All right, that's all I'm going to talk about on that. Um, That's interesting. doubt if he would really do something that significant, but hey. Uh, let me see. U.S. scientists examine. Oh, they're talking about that. Uh, the new variant of the coronavirus in the U.K. Oh, they're saying it might be resistant to the vaccine. Now that would be interesting. Elon Musk tweeted about a Bitcoin rival. It soared 20%. What started off as a Mimi-inspired parody, cryptocurrency has now become the center of a series of tweets in Bitcoin. Sound off from Elon Musk. I actually believe, like, 
<clears throat> I'm pretty sure we're finna go into like where um cash oh. as well it crashed through uh twenty thousand today houses called an ad again um we basically about to go to a cashless society basically and i know some people are scared of that some people say it's biblical i'm like uh okay <laughs> i mean it is what it is for the most part i, I think a cashless society is actually okay but at the same time, though, right, if we're talking digital and electronics, stuff can be hacked, right? And something else that I was uh, paying attention to uh, not too long ago, what is it called? Deep fakes. I think that's what it's called. And it's basically where you can, like, fake videos, right? It looks so good and you can't tell that it's uh, fake, right? So they're basically faking, like, I can see all sorts of stuff happening with that. And we know there's a lot of criminals, right, in the world. So even working in the government, from what I understand, right? I'm not saying that they're, they're, everybody's a criminal, but in the government, but from my understanding, there's like some not so good people in certain parts of the government. But deep fake videos, they, they're probably gonna be a problem in the future. Uh, Cause I can see all sorts of stuff happening with that, right? Cause right now, I mean, people are getting caught on camera doing, you know, certain stuff, right? And they get in trouble, but say, what if I could fake a video of somebody, you know, pitting them at a scene that they really wasn't there, right? Like, I can see all sorts of stuff happening with that, right? The technology is getting so crazy. And so, I think for, maybe for some people, I could see that being an issue, right? But, back to um, the Elon Musk tweet. What is this new currency that uh, Elon is talking about. He shouted out Dogecoin. <laughs> Did I say that right? Dodge? Uh, da, 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 da. In a tweet saying one word. Yeah. I guess you say that, Dodge. The tweet sent shares of Dogecoin up nearly 20% and landed on the list of trending Twitter topics. The tech billionaire even went as far as updating his Twitter bio with the title former CEO of Dogecoin. <laughs> Musk Twitter antics come as the dominant cryptocurrency surge to an all-time heights. During the coronavirus pandemic last week, Bitcoin skyrocketed past the 20000 mark topping 24,000 as the currency continues to grow in popularity among investors. So I was talking to some older guys, right? And then <clears throat> they were so against um, cryptocurrency. And I'm looking at them like, why are you against it though? And his reasoning was it wasn't backed by anything. But I'm like, cash isn't backed by anything right now from my understanding if I, if I 
understand that correctly, you know. And then he was like, um, it isn't regulated. Now that is true from my understanding that it's not regulated. But that could also be a good thing also. But anyway, um, let me see. The SpaceX CEO mentioned the digital coin in July when he tweeted it. It's an it's an I can't even talk right now. Inevitable, with an image depicting the Dogecoin standard engulfing the global financial system. The tweet sent shares up 14% at the time. Mm-hmm. Dogecoin was created in 2014 as a parody to a popular internet meme, which involved a picture of a Shiba Inu dog. I think I said that right. Although the virtual coin started off as a joke, it currently has a market value of nearly $570 million. Interesting, interesting. Um... Yeah. <clears throat> How long have I been on? 20 minutes? Okay. <clears throat> so, we got the coronavirus pandemic still going on. We got a vaccine, but look like it has mutated. And we might, the vaccine might not work for the mutated virus. So that's going to be an issue, which means the stocks are probably going to drop if that's something that is for certain. Uh, Let's see. Neo-Nazis bury into the ranks of German police departments. Death threats linked to police computers and the discovery of extremist chat groups have fed concerns about right-wing infiltration. Huh. I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> uh, let's keep it moving. Okay, this article says the red slime lawsuit that could sink right-wing media. I am not familiar with this. Hold on, give me a minute. I'm going to look it up real quick. Give me a minute, give me a minute. <clears throat> I want to see what this is talking about. Okay. Oh.
Look like they're not letting me read it. Hold up. Oh, nope. Okay, found it. Let's see. The red slime lawsuit that could sink right-wing media. So it looks like a lot of people want the right-wing media gone. And a lot of that's because... <clears> throat> uh Throat acting up. Um... The right wing is sort of seen as, you know, they're basically seen as people that are, uh, I guess the term is racist or bigoted. And so a lot of people want them gone. <clears throat> and so this is kind of making people, making a lot of people happy, basically, on the left, basically. Let me see. Fox Information and Fox Enterprise, which have talked about Dominion 792 occasions and Smartmatic 118 occasions between them, in keeping with the search of the service, TVIs look like taking the risk critically. Uh, hmm. Okay, so I'm not even gonna read that one. Let me see, can I find it somewhere else? So that's not working. <clears throat> Let me see what this says right here. Is this right? <clears throat> Bowden Machine Companies threaten highly dangerous cases against Fox, Newsmax, and uh, OAN, says Floyd Abrams. And... Uh,
let me see what else because that wasn't the full one uh, they won't let me see it on this one interesting <clears throat> but anyway we're going to move on from this uh, oh I found it it was so bad and so incompetent that Mr. Mucky Mugaka, a young Venezuelan software engineer, decided to shift the focus of his digital security company, Smartmatic, which had been working for banks. It would offer his services to what would obviously be a growth industry electronic voting machines. He began building a global company that ultimately provided voting machinery and software for elections from Brazil to Belgium and his native uh, Venezuela. He's even acquired an American company then called Sequoia. Then called Sequoia. Sequoia. Uh, last month, Mr. Magika initially took it and scribed when his company's name started popping up in a grief adult Trump supporters' wild conspiracy theories about the election. Of course, I was surprised, but at the time, I was it was pretty clear that these people were trying to discredit the election and they were throwing out 25 conspiracy theories in parallel. He told me in an interview last week from Barbados, where his company has an office, I thought it was so absurd that it was not going to have legs. <clears throat> interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, yeah. I'll keep an eye on I'll monitor that one, see where that's going to go. Mm. But sound like they might be trying to take out the right wing media. Let me see. <clears throat> Uh, Saudi Arabia joins Kuwait in banning international flights over new variant. So there's countries already starting to ban people. Okay. I mean, that's what I would expect also, though. Anyway,
Um, don't expect to be traveling like that just because you uh, the vaccine is out. Looks like this new variant is going to cause more issues, but we will see. It really just depends, right? Does this vaccine actually do anything for for um, the, this new variant or mutation? Because if it don't, it's gonna. We're basically probably gonna continue to have lockdowns. <clears throat> Let me see, who is this Credit Sooth Chief? Uh, not familiar with that. But anyway. Yeah, man. I think everybody still should be in a stock market i'm gonna keep on pushing that one up y'all gotta jump in the stock market um it's still it's doing well even in a pandemic right but there's always a chance you know that it could you know drop you know so i wouldn't i wouldn't pick money that you need you know like say if you're gonna need that money fast i wouldn't pick that in the stock market but like spare money and you should let it sit for like a year because like capital gains like if you like sell it like they're gonna hit you with taxes and like if you let it sit for a year the taxes are like lower so you should definitely like let it sit for at least a year or at least i would you know but um yeah uh let me see what is joe biden going to do once he get in the office is he actually going to do something for black people there's a lot of questions up in the air right now and Nobody's absolutely sure of what Biden's actually going to do when he, once he get in. Uh, they're talking about this new variant everywhere. I see. Uh, let me see. Let me see a little less. And it looks like um, the president has pardoned some of his friends. He has pardoned, uh, it looks like he pardoned his kids, it looks like. So does that mean that they actually did something or he's just afraid that 
people are going to go after of them. I don't know. Um, and look like he pardoned himself. Can a president even pardon himself? That's a good question. Uh, let me see. Uh, I've been on her for 35 minutes. Okay. Are the PlayStation 5s, are they back out now? Like, they were sold out last time I was looking around. I was like, wow. That's just me thinking out loud. Um... Yeah. Amazon's new health band is the most evasive tech we've ever tested. The Halo band asks you to script down and script on a microphone so that it can make 3D scans of your body fat and monitor your tone of voice. Hmm. So I'm not familiar with this Halo band. Uh, let me see. After all that, it still isn't very helpful. <laughs> um, okay. Amazon has a new health tracking bracelet with a microphone and an app that tells you everything that's wrong with you. You haven't exercised or slept enough, reports Amazon. $65 Halo band. Your body has too much fat. The Halo's app shows in a 3D rendering of your near naked body. And even your tone of voice is overbearing or irritated. The Halo determines after listening through its tiny microphone on your wrist. I would love to look at the code for this. Um, we hope your tone is clear here. We don't need this kind of criticism from a computer. The Halo collects the most intimate information we've seen from a consumer health gadget and makes the absolute least use of it. This wearable is much better at helping Amazon gather data than at helping you get healthy and happy. Yeah, that's something I was also wondering. Is Amazon just taking your data? Like, what are they doing with your data? Are they just selling it? That's interesting tech, though. I don't know if I would trust a tech company with that type of data about me, but... Uh, Hmm. Pastels.
Anyway, I got to go. So I'm going to have to talk to y'all later. So I will see y'all next time. Peace.